It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to ATL Day Wars with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, did Arthur Blank spill the beans on who's going to be the quarterback of the future? And the NBA trade deadline is the gift that keeps on giving. And last but not least, and for the culture, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets just got slutty. Ooh, we'll talk about all that next right here on ATL Day Ones. Let's go. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. First of all, I want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. Today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. How about this, T? You know, Arthur Blank. Was going doing the little media rounds yesterday, and um, you know what? He started talking about Desmond Ritter and how you know the four games he saw the progression. Um, I'm sure he probably basically um, quoted, but then quote Arthur mm-hmm. Smith in their conversations that they've had about Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I'm sure because we know Arthur Blank is a little hands on. He meets with those guys on a weekly basis, so mm-hmm. I'm sure they told him you know, how they feel about him going forward. But I think the main thing that I thought would kind of gave it away as far as what we will see in 2023. Not even talking about beyond that. Right. I think when he said that he, they are looking for a leader, and, I, and he believes that he is that guy. And I think that's the one thing that when you look about talking about a young team and, and a team that's looking to get better, you know, and he talked about the 21 other positions being just as important as well. I think mm-hmm. I think we might be on to something. I think Arthur Blank is, uh, you know what? I think he's pretty satisfied with where they are at the quarterback position. Yeah, and one person's name that comes to mind mm-hmm. who should give the Falcons fans encouragement or they should be excited about the opportunity that they may see an iteration of this is Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. People forget that in his first season, it wasn't so much that he was this god-awful quarterback who didn't know how to do reads and get past his first progressions. He didn't have an opportunity to really get that because he was really just assumed to be the backup indefinitely. He was just kind of an insurance guy where they were like, okay, well, you know, if something happens to Carson Wentz, at least we have Jalen Hurts. We're going to develop a quote unquote solid backup. And then stuff went south with Carson Wentz really quickly. And Jalen Hurts was called into action much sooner. Then you take on top of that second season, he's dealing with not such a great O-line, not such uh, great receiver weapons, if you will. Mm-hmm. A lot of things just not in place to help him to excel or get to the next level, coupled with the fact that you do have to have the right coaching staff. Yeah. Fast forward to his third year. All of the pieces of the puzzle are together. He's now gone back into the lab to become better with his technique and trained with some of the best out there to become that guy when he's under center and he's passing to compliment. You're in Atlanta, by the way. Exactly. There you go. So think about Jalen Hurts and how much he progressed in a three-year time frame when given the right opportunity and the right weapons. The reason that should be encouraging to the Falcons is, guess what? Desmond Ritter already has the right, right weapons. He's halfway to home. And then he's 75% of the way home because he already has a great play caller in Arthur Smith 
and a guy in Dave Ragone who's now going to be in his second season with him. And I'm just going to assume they have a chemistry and a rhythm. So to me, I agree with Arthur Blank. Yeah, we keep saying about this four game sample size. And I get that. Not a lot for us. But I would say the reason that you can be encouraged is because you look at Jalen Hurts and the results that he's produced going into his third year. Why not for Desmond Ritter? Why not? Why not? And, and, and when you think about even to kind of push a little bit further for the Jalen Hurts comparison, one the one the main quality that a lot of his teammates talk about and they yeah. really yeah. laud is the fact that he's leadership. a leader. Natural born leadership. He's easy to follow. And we yes. know that was the exact opposite of what Carson Wentz was, right? In the mm-hmm. locker room. He we know it's 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 been proven that he's mm-hmm. not well liked in the locker room, right? Wherever he's been. So when you you talk about those guys having those similar you're talking about similar qualities mm-hmm. ownership talking about leadership being the biggest thing and focusing in on all of the surrounding pieces yes i think that is those are that's music to my ears to you and i'm very very happy yeah. as far as what you know where this team is headed because when you have people talking like that mm-hmm. building around him and focusing in on the team around him because you got what you need in the quarterback from mm-hmm. a leadership standpoint and you yes. can figure out the rest I'm cool with that, but T, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play this clip because mm-hmm. you know Ryan Nielsen. You know, I, I was joking on Twitter the other day about him being the best uh, assistant hire in, in Falcons history. Mm-hmm. You know, because he got Terry Farno talking about the upfront being important, and that's yeah. how you win and lose games. Right. So this one, this one might might just take the cake. I want to get your reaction to this. Mm-hmm. He was on the midday show with L ninety two nine guy with our guys Andy and Randy. It's about building the best defense that we possibly can. We're always looking to improve every position. Let's take Grady. We just want to help him get a little bit better every day to reach his max potential. I still think there's more in that player. That'll be the same thing in free agency. Yeah, I, I got so excited because understandably so he told our guys that, hey, he couldn't tip his hand completely because he didn't want the rest of the division to know what he what they were looking for in terms of a free agent or even what they were looking for in the draft. However, I love the fact that he went right to Grady as his example, because him saying that he sees that Grady can go up a notch and Jarvis and I are going to continue to tell you guys, see in the dictionary of D lineman, see Cam Jordan. yeah, And in the dictionary of defensive guys who exceeded expectations, see David Onyemata. And you know who they have in common, Ryan Nielsen. So yes. when he said that, it's like he's already taken a look. And this is a guy that he's seen, of course, from the other end, from uh, the Saints sidelines for years. Mm-hmm. And he's still saying he sees there's opportunity there and and the ability to like coach him up and take his game to the next level. And Jarvis, you and I have spoken with Grady a number of times over the years and know right. that he is a coachable guy, that he will soak up Absolutely. everything. And he's going to look to make the guys around him better so yeah when i heard that i was like wow i said once again and he's not just talking this isn't just coach speak because Mm -hmm. we actually have several sample sizes this time with the saints and the seahawks as an example that say hey if he says he can see potential for you to get even better you know what i heard jarvis sex 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 everybody yep i heard sex in here that's (laughs) that's what i heard Hashtag Tanitra Mantra is in full effect, baby. <laughs> it's going down this year. But when, but at the end, and another thing as far as with that, you know, that whole getting better piece, because I think yes. like the perfect comparison is, is uh, Cam Jordan, because Ryan Nielsen talked about that relationship not being as all peaches and cream, right. you know, throughout, you know, but it, it got to a point where 
the level of respect was there. Mm -hmm. And then he was able to listen and he was like, hey, here's what you can do to be a better pro. Here's yes. what you can do to take your game from being great to Hall of Fame level type stuff. So mm -hmm. these are some of the things that I feel like Grady's going to be very receptive to because he's yes. coming off a year of his second highest total. He had six sacks this year. He's mm -hmm. his second highest total in his career. So when you think about that, getting better from that and then adding hey. pieces around him to help him. Yes. This is something to, to get excited about, Falcons fans. Just tell me. Just, yeah. just read, between the, read between the lines. Mm -hmm. we'll, read, we'll read for you and let you know. So we're reporting back and letting you know, hey, this is this is this can be nothing but a good thing. You got a leader in the quarterback, a young mm -hmm. quarterback, and then you got your, your new defensive coordinator. Hey, he got the general manager talking about winning games on the offensive and defensive line. Yes. I'm all for it. Sign me up. Speaking of signing up, if you people are worried about the Super Bowl, how I'm gonna win some money? How I'm gonna take advantage of Patrick Mahomes going up against Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl? How about this? I got the answer for you right here. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on because this is our new sports betting partner. They're new, the best sports book in America. Mm -hmm. So why don't you mess with the best? You guys mess with the best when y'all come to us each and every day. So why don't you do the same thing for FanDuel? Because all you got to do is just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. And here's what they have for all the new customers, right? You know, you're going to start off with, you know, they got the Super Bowl 57. Um, no sweat first bet, right? You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Yes. Let me say it again. $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So all you got to do is just go there because the FanDuel Sports app is safe, secure, and it's super easy to use. And best of all, you get your money right then and there immediately for all my folks on the west side. How about this? So what, you, what you're going to do is join Fan today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Yeah. And speaking of making every moment count, the NBA is making every moment count right about now. They're roughly two hours away from the trade deadline, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and it is fast and furious. Most of us went to sleep with KD on the East Coast and woke up with him on the West Coast because, yes. of course, KD is going to the Suns pending everything like approvals, physicals, that sort of thing, because, of course, we know he's still out with a knee injury, so you, you're not going to see him tonight for all intents and purposes with the Hawks, nor will you see Devin Booker because he's on injury slash load management yep. because mm -hmm. he's played a couple games coming back from his injury. And so they're going to rest him tonight as well. But the most important thing there is when you see a player like Kevin Durant, of course, packaged up with TJ Warren heading to the Suns, and then you see four first round picks heading to the Nets and uh, Mikhail uh, Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, who we now know has yet another home. <laughs> within the same 12 hours it's yes. like wow you really see that the Suns were playing no games their yeah. their new owner is saying hey there's a new sheriff in town and that of course instantly switched things out in the western conference as far as who's at who's going to be at the top of the western conference when it's all said and done because yes when you look at the standings right now it's been that back and forth between the denver nuggets and between uh, the memphis grizzlies pretty much for the whole season right right well now guess who's creeped into the conversation the into the top tier of the conversation and that is your phoenix suns but also jarvis 
your Los Angeles Lakers with some moves that they have made as well. So it just kind of keeps going back and forth. And one of the things I thought about was now it's KD, it's Devin Booker, it's Chris Paul, it's DeAndre Ayton. So I'm like, okay, now are we at the point in place where if you want to expedite your ascension to the top of your conference, are we talking now big four? Wow. Um, and I don't think that given where this team is, the Atlanta Hawks that is, they aren't willing to spend that money right now. Like, right. you know, when you think about Tony Ressler and all of the moves that were made to stay mm-hmm. out of the luxury tax, you're trading away Kevin Herter. I know people are thinking, oh, yeah, that was a depth piece to get some defense. Oh, no, that was a salary dump, <laughs> you yeah. know, to get, to get him off the books because he was going to be around for a few more years. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I think Travis Lang was forced to do that because, to be honest with you, he drafted him. That was one of his guys. Yeah. And, you know, that was a hit in a draft, you know, mm-hmm. late in the draft. And the teams yeah. where people normally flop, flunk out. And I think Travis Lang has done a pretty good job of that with John Collins being one of those as well. So mm-hmm. but when you think about having to acquire four guys like that, uh, Kevin Durant, the Chris Paul, you were talking about Hall of Famers here, you know, and DeAndre Aiden, who's coming around, coming off a game of 35 and 15. Mm-hmm. He's starting to finally figure it out. So right. when you have all those pieces put together, like that, that raises the bar tremendously. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think when you look at it, though, it, I hope it doesn't set a trend because that, that, that can get really expensive and, and kind of put the Hawks in a situation where, oh, we ain't going to never compete for no damn championship. Right. We got to get four superstars on one exactly. squad. Yeah. <laughs> but with what Rudy Gobert got last season from the Timberwolves, that kind of set the tone for what we're seeing this oh, season absolutely. as well. And yes. you look at the Hawks and the fact that, okay, among other things that the Nets or the Suns had to give away to get KD, it took them four first round picks that, you know, unprotected every other season and, and then some. Exactly. Yes. So if you think yes. about all of that and then some second round picks in there as well, that's a lot considering what the Hawks also had to give up to get DeJounte Murray. Right. And I'm not mad about that. I'm no. perfectly okay with what they had to give up to get him. But Jarvis and I, the point we're making is that when you do something like that at the beginning of this season, it's not that easy for you to then go back out and get a gangbusters guy, which brings us to the point that we've actually been telling you on the show for some time now, based on the insiders whom we've spoken with. And Adrian Wojnarowski confirmed today that there were back and forth talks to get John Collins to the Suns. Yep. And unfortunately, the last ditch try was within the last 12 or so hours. And they just in the could wee not, hours. In mm-hmm. the wee, exactly. And they just couldn't make it happen. They yep. just couldn't make it happen. So like you said, it'll be very challenging. But that's the kind of challenge that I can totally see Landry Fields and company making as we get into free agency. Once they really had a chance to kind of look at where the chips kind of fall and see, okay, what is it that we're really working with to be able to go out and get a guy? But as for today, still an impact on the Hawks' ability to move up to the East because first we thought, okay, well, Kyrie Irving's gone, but the Nets still have KD. So when he comes back healthy, he's still going to probably keep them in the top four. But now that those two guys are gone, again, nothing against Mikhail Bridges and all and uh, Cam Johnson because right. we know Jake Crowder's gone. But that's not necessarily the recipe to keep you in the top four. So Jarvis, when I look at it, I'm like, hmm, that coupled with a swooning team in the Sixers, they just, of course, offloaded Matisse Thibel. So they're kind of upsetting their apple cart as well. 
What does that really mean for the Hawks as far as their ability to make a real run in the postseason? And by my definition of a real run, I'm talking top six. Yeah, and I think it's possible because when you when you think about the teams that are directly in front of them, the New York Knicks, yeah. they made move. They, they they traded for Josh Hart from the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Hart going to be teamed back up with his former teammate in Jalen Brunson, so mm-hmm. that's going to be something interesting to watch. And we know what uh, Hart is capable of. He's a solid guy. Yes. They can maybe yes. come off the bench or maybe be inserted into the starting lineup. We, mm-hmm. we shall see if that works out. But so I, I think that teams are saying, you know what, Kevin Durant going to the West. Right. Kyrie Irving going to the West. We're going to try to figure out this thing in the East. We already know what the top two seeds going to look right. like. Milwaukee, Boston. And yep. then everything else is up for grabs. See, I, right. I wholeheartedly believe that because I think mm-hmm. the um, the uh, the uh, the Nets right now, we're sitting with their fifth seed, and the Hawks probably made about six or so games behind them. Mm-hmm. So that things can change. Things can yes. change in a heartbeat because we don't know if the Nets are done trading. You know, like right. I said, we already talked about how they already traded Jay Crowder. So mm-hmm. who knows if they want Dorian Finney-Smith or, or, or Mikael Bridges to stick around. Maybe they can get some more draft capital. So they might be on the teardown. So yep. we, I, I, I think that the Hawks, I'm not saying they should go gangbuster, but they definitely should at least explore mm-hmm. trying to get better. Can yeah. y'all go out and get a guy who's a big, who's almost seven feet tall and, and mm-hmm. wants to play like a big old right. school style and, and, and go out there and bang in that starting lineup. So mm-hmm. those are the type of things that I, I feel like the Hawks should do, mm-hmm. but we shall see whether or not they were able to pull anything off before the, they trade their line. Right. And they are in a peak position similar to last year, although we've tried our best not to compare and contrast too much to last year because nobody wants to go back to the playing round but real talk they are sitting right where they were just about where they were at the trade deadline and now you're talking about a backloaded schedule yet again 17 of the last 27 games are at home and then Jarvis when you look at seven of the next eight games because of course they're going to tip out for a hot second just up the street to go Mm -hmm. take on Charlotte which is making some they've made a move or two this morning as well but Mm -hmm. you've got the Suns and you've got a Suns team without Devin uh, Booker, a banged up Chris Paul. No Mikael Bridges. No Mikael, exactly. You got DeAndre, no Cam Johnson, no Cam Johnson <laughs> KD. Yep. So that's still, I mean, you smoked them last week and they had pretty much all those guys and you smoked right. them in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So to yep. me, that should be a win unless the Hawks hawk. But that should be a win. And then the Spurs, <laughs> right, we, we all know. But then the Spurs, you know, they're also ripe for the picking. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a win as well. Charlotte's always a toss-up. I mean, sometimes the Hawks play them hard in Charlotte and they played uh, the Hawks hard here, right? So going to Charlotte, that's a toss up. But look, let's look at the rest of this Jarvis. Mm-hmm. To me, Knicks, that's beatable. Now Cavs, yeah. that's gonna be interesting. Yes. Because Spider makes all they the coming. difference. Right, so that could, right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if that's maybe not a game they they, they take. They should take this Nets game. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, February 26th looks like a dub to me. Then they've got the Wizards. You should take that as well. And the Blazers, you played them hard in Portland. So you got them on your home court, play them hard. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you get. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how this takes root. Because yeah. ultimately speaking, you literally have so many moving parts. And, guys, remember, Jarvis and I are talking Hawks and talking NBA before the 3 o'clock deadline. So if anything goes down after this show Trust me, we got a great guest for you guys tomorrow. One of our guys, Locked On Hawks, sports aficionado, Hawks aficionado, Brad yes. Rowland, and we're going to download yes. about all of it, anything that happens after our show. So, yeah, I feel like, Jarvis, we are we are in a great spot as far as the Hawks go, 
And listen, all of this, you can hear about all of the reaction to the cray cray that was the NBA is on Locked On Sports today. I mean, the reaction should be a hoot all unto itself because yes. Jarvis and I have literally been like, you know, when you put the eyes in your text message, we've been doing that all morning. Like, what? <laughs> so we know over at Locked On Sports today, they're probably doing the same. And of course, they're still going to be talking Super Bowl because we are three days away from the Super Bowl. Exciting stuff. You want to check them out? You know where to go. Wherever you check us out, YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, you should check them out as well because they also like to have fun too. So just like we love to get you guys caught up on what's going on in and around the culture and for the culture, they do the same thing with take of the day. So don't forget after ATL day ones, next stop, lots on sports today. Absolutely. And what your next stop should be is following us and subscribing to our YouTube channel, Locked on Sports Atlanta. All you got to do, that's all you got to do. Go to the YouTube, go to the YouTube search box. Type in Locked On Sports Atlanta. We will pop right up. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that bell because we are on our way to six thousand subscribers. If you haven't joined the party, if you haven't become a part of the family, what are you waiting on? You are really standing on the wall while everybody is dancing, having a good time. Yeah, rocking with ATL Day One. So go ahead and join the party. Because yes. and also, if you want, once you join the party, how about this? You have exclusive access to the people, to the people that you're watching and listening to right now. ATLDay1s at gmail.com. People been my main man Jaden uh, gave us a shout out early on. So, hey, yeah, we're gonna respond to him. You know, we're gonna respond. I promise you, more likely gonna be me because you know T, she got like a hundred jobs. So yeah, we gonna we still working on that though. We we trying to uh, downsize and upgrade in twenty twenty three. But T, this is for the culture. And Jervis, can I can yes. I just piggyback on something you just said? Of course, yes. In case our guys, and you can email us on this one as well, like we won't be offended or mad, but oftentimes if you see Jarvis and I looking away to our left or our right or looking down or up, listen, we are watching the waiver wires and the trade wires just like you guys. And this stuff is coming fast and furious. So I know today, Jarvis, I might be looking down a little bit or hitting buttons. You can see me moving around. I don't want you guys to think I'm not. Yeah, like I don't want you guys to think that Jarvis and I are not totally tapped in or that I'm not totally tapped in. But we just want to make sure that, A, we know what's going on in the world of the NBA and B, we can give you guys real-time reactions should we get it. So just wanted to kind of put that out there, Jarvis, so people don't think, well, she's not listening to her boy. Yes, I am. Of course, man. We multitask on this doggone show. <laughs> That's the only way we survive out here. But T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. Sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because that's just how we get down on the show. Today is no different. How about this? The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets have joined the slutty party. Pause. Slutty vegan. So I know where your mind went. I know I know I know I can tell. I can see the look on your face right now that you, your mind started wetting in the gutter. No, no. we're a clean no. show. We are no. PG 13 sometimes. Uh but yeah, but yeah, slutty vegan is coming to Georgia Tech T. And this is the first time owner Pinky um CEO and owner um Pinky Cole is gonna be on the college campus. So this is a pretty big deal because they are and ironically, and I'm sure it's not a coincidence. The, it's going to be in the John Lewis Center on campus, is, is, which is newly re renovated. So, hey, t slutty vegan, you can go get you a, a vegan special on Georgia Tech's campus over there in the Flash T when you go check out the game this, 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 this fall. Yeah. So maybe... You know, that, that'll that help out. And, of course, Brent Key, I think, is is putting together. He put together a nice recruiting class. Yes, he did. Let, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let's just 
Let's just preface by saying that as well. And it yeah, will football be football players need beef. Like, I'm right, sorry. They, right, they, right. So that would be for the rest of us. Yeah. Yes. I'm just telling you guys that he's putting a good product on the field. Therefore, you're not just going to grab a bite to eat. You can go see a, a good product on the field as well, as we saw towards the end of the season when he took over. But for me, it would be a new thing because I will tell you, when people come to town, it's one of the first things that they ask about. And though I love my soror to death, what I don't do is lines at all. Ooh. I'm never going to stand in a line ever, ever, Ooh. forever, ever, ever, yeah. ever, except, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've made phone calls, like, what is this foolishness? I, I can't, yes. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I wanna do lines. So, yeah, therefore, I've never done Slutty Vegan because I just refuse to stand in a line, but I have friends who've stood in line for hours and said that it was worth it. So I'm going to take their word for it. And hey, look, Georgia Tech, you guys are winning. First, you get Slutty Vegan, and second, after you had a heartbreaking loss to Notre Dame on the basketball court in South Bend a month ago, you finally broke a nine-game losing streak Wednesday night, beating Notre Dame by two points on a buzzer beater. And, and, and again, you get slutty vegan next season, you're winning. You're winning over on the flats. You're winning. See, hold on, hold on. Like, I think we just broke a record. Like, you actually talked about college basketball on our show. <laughs> Deshaun Taylor and Georgia Tech basketball, by the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, wow, this is a happy, this is a great moment because, like, we, this is ground, like, this is groundbreaking stuff, people. Yeah. Like, we talked about college basketball on our show, man. See how, and see how she swung, swung it in there, man. Man, T is just the absolute professional today. She is killing today. Oh, if y'all don't believe so, y'all can go pound sand somewhere because uh, this is this is groundbreaking stuff. Yes, T. Now, now, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. you know, there was a certain uh, uh, album that became 20 years old. I feel like I'm getting really old and I'm able to say that I remember when this stuff came out. Right. So yeah, let's kind of go goes to show you what, what my age is. I ain't gonna tell you today. I might tell you tomorrow when I don't th- when I don't know, notice I'm doing it. I do it all the time. But but T, get rich or die trying by 50 Cent became 20 years old. T, when you when I think about this album, I think about the murder that happened when you know of Ja Rule's career. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Like, that's the first thing to come to my house. Like, that's the album that doggone 50 Cent murdered Ja Rule. Like, oh my God, I did not know that's what you were going to say. No, ja- <laughs> Sorry. My bad. But, like, just the... everything. I love everything about the album. Like, you know, and that was the only album that I actually liked from 50 Cent. You're like, which is kind of sad, but, like, yeah, T, I just thought it was a great album. But anyway, happy birthday to Get Rich or Die Trying. Happy about that birthday, <laughs> right? And I guess R.I.P. to John Rule's <laughs> career. Like, yeah, yeah, he murdered a man. Like, no, we're not talking about that. He murdered his career. Like, John Rule went oh. kind of disappeared after that. I don't know yeah. if y'all noticed or not. <laughs> I know. You know what? I totally forgot that, and I'm ashamed of myself as a pronounced hip hop head that I totally forgot about that. But yeah, I tell you, when you think back on that album, because I had to think about it, I was like, oh, was that the, and I'm like, wait a minute, that was the debut of his above ground album, because of course, 50 yeah. had been underground for years. Yeah, underground, yeah. In, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the NYC. But yeah, when you think about In the Club and, you know, PIMP, 20, 21 Questions was really my favorite. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and our boy, um, Randy McMichael, I would say he took Wangsta to another level. Oh what? yeah, that was yeah. That I mean the, and let and let's just keep it funky. We keep it funky on this show. Like the 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 real thing was the video, like the video. You know, 
But he was destroying missed, people. I think, yes, the video and, you know, uh, uh, Miss Buffett, the body, you know, made her debut in the video. <laughs> so I just let y'all, she was eating up words. Let me just say that. I just keep it at that. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm on one today. Sorry. My you bad. Back to you, T. I'm about to get us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness, I wasn't ready. <laughs> okay, well. It might so, be the last time I get all the choices of the topics on the FTC. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going back to me choosing for the culture. Because you know what? I do not want to get a phone call from Utah. No, we don't. We don't want that call. For me of my services. I like my job. Me too. And you guys seem to like us doing our job. Yes. But no, no, that was, it was cool because, you know, that was one of those where like, he reminded you of old school, go for broke and really kind of put the battles on wax back in play because that was a time when things were starting to get out of control in hip hop. You know, you're starting to have turf wars that were getting deadly. And then you get somebody like him that was having a little bit of fun, but, you know, poking folks like for real. And he's still that person to this day who will definitely start a beef and end a beef with a dollar. Because he's always, if he never makes another album, dude is always winning. But it's a classic. It's a classic. It's an absolute classic for sure. For sure. Man. Um, I ain't gonna even try to bring up what else we were gonna talk about. So we're just no, gonna, let's just go like, on and tap out. leave it right there. I just leave it right tap there. Tap out. Okay. All right, well, folks, we thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listener today. Hope it's not your last. Um, uh, why don't you make your second listen? Go and jump on over to Locked On Sports today. They have all the national news. They're gonna be all over the NBA trade that de- trade deadline and Locked On NBA as well. They got all the all the news, all the updates right here at live live people. They're doing it as it's happening. So make sure you jump over there and you can find it wherever you found this podcast. But folks, if you don't do anything else today, <clears throat> uh, I think this is this going to mean a lot. You know, I've said this a lot you know, at the end of our show, but it's going to really mean something today. How about you do this? Show love, share love, and most importantly, make sure you spread love. <laughs> Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.